Hey, I'm Stephanie. I'm a woman in recovery, and this is the Recovery State of Mind podcast. On January 23rd of 2020, I made the decision to start a personal journey of recovery regarding my unhealthy relationship with alcohol, undiagnosed mental illness, and improving my overall mental well-being. Each week, I will share my own experiences and what has helped me in recovery. I will also speak with other individuals to share their stories of hope and healing. Some content we discuss can be triggering, and just a reminder that I'm not a doctor or licensed counselor of any kind. I'm here to share my experiences in recovery in hopes to inspire others and be a voice of comfort as you too navigate this thing called life. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into this week's episode. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to a bonus Friday Feels episode. Um, With it being Suicide Awareness Month, I wanted to put out an episode as kind of a follow-up to episode number seven titled Stay in my first season of Recovery State of Mind podcast. In this episode, I speak very openly, freely, rawly about suicide and about even my journey with suicide. Um, So if you haven't had a listen, I would uh, recommend if you could go back and listen to that episode Um, Like I said, I speak very openly about my struggle and kind of where I was at at that point in time. So I felt like it was important today to do a follow-up episode um, and just kind of touch base back on some of those topics that I talked about. I was in a very low place. Um, That was a, a time where I was feeling very depressed. Most days were very difficult to get out of bed. Um, And so I'm in a different place now. And so I feel like it's important to share that as a little bit of hope that even though we as humans go through periods of time of hopelessness, um, that there's another side to it. What I'll say is that just because today I am speaking differently doesn't mean that I still don't deal with deep depression I still deal with some suicidal ideation at times, Um, but I have come a long way and I feel day to day a lot differently than I did in that episode. A lot of that I do believe has to do with my medication. I have been medicated for roughly two and a half years um, and that's been a journey which I've talked about in previous episodes as well. It's difficult to find the correct meds. Um, I'm currently in a place where I feel like I'm on the correct medication. We've had some tweaks here and there on doses and, um, you know, it's still a journey and a challenge, but I just needed to share how I'm doing and the other side of that episode. Um, So I've shared, you know, my journey of sobriety. I'm seven months in, almost eight months at this point. I uh, was living with my parents for a while to kind of help myself just decompress and get back on my feet and feel safe and secure living on my own because I, I wasn't when I was previously living on my own. But now I have moved out. I'm in my own place. You know, this is only the first week, so... I can't say it's, you know, been the greatest thing or the worst thing or whatnot, but I can say the last couple of days have felt really good. I felt really confident in the fact that I am living alone. Um, 
I feel confident in my support system and the people um, that I need to make sure I stay safe. Um, and I'm confident in my own mental capacity that I'm at a place where I can handle living alone and I can handle if dark thoughts creep in what I need to do. So um, that's, you know, one thing since that episode that I've taken that step to really trust myself again. Um, you know, I have I had to gain trust, I think, with other people, but also I have to gain trust for myself that I'm making the right decisions and doing the right things to keep myself safe. And especially when it comes to, you know, my depression and suicide and, and all those things. So I feel really confident where I'm at right now with that. I talked a lot about finding my purpose in the episode today, and I still am on that journey. I think that's a lifelong journey. I think our purpose maybe even changes from time to time, but I can say things lately have felt so good as far as doing what I feel like I need to do to give myself purpose. Um, my passion is mental health and mental illness and advocating for that. Um, I've been able to do that, I think, through this podcast and being able to share my story and give it meaning. I've also been able to do that by volunteering um, somewhat through Maddie's house, which again, I've talked about a lot and I even mentioned in the stay episode. Yesterday, I was able to spend time with some women on the board for this nonprofit, and it was bittersweet um, because we're doing this because, you know, one of the founders' daughters took her own life, and they decided to start this nonprofit in her memory, and that is such a beautiful thing, but there's still that grief and sadness and sorrow for the fact that, you know, she's no longer with us. Um, but I am so grateful that through my recovery, I was able to find this nonprofit and not only has it been a lifeline for me and the people that I've met through it have become support systems for me, but also the fact that now I'm able to get involved and hopefully volunteer more and be a part of building something so incredible that I really think it's just going to be such an amazing resource for my city and I hope that it grows and I hope that it expands to other cities and other people maybe even take that idea and run with it. So looking back to, you know, however many months ago that was to today and realizing like I'm coming into my purpose and finding I think why I was here And it's really hard for me sometimes to think that I went through something painful or painful things to use that as purpose to help other people. You know, I could sit here and question why all day long, but I'm never going to have that true answer. And I just have to take the things that I've been through and use them as fuel to help others and help others that are feeling, you know, desperation and dealing with substance abuse and all of those things. Like I have this opportunity and I never really would have had this opportunity had I not gone through things myself. So as hard as those things are to look back on sometimes, I'm just really grateful for 
my experiences and the fact that I'm here, I'm out on the other side. Um, I shared a couple weeks ago on a live with uh, Dan from Big Life Podcast on Instagram a story about sunflowers. Essentially, what that story was is there is a little sunflower field um, close to where I was living last year when I was really, really struggling. And I remember one night I just went and sat across from these sunflowers and I just, I was so hopeless and so incredibly desperate. I just remember sitting there and I was crying and I was upset and I was just so many emotions and I just was trying to think, how can I end this? How can I get this pain to go away? And I remember reaching out to pretty much anyone I thought I could to try and find essentially something to overdose. And I just remember the feelings of total just desperation. I mean, that's the only word that even comes close. Just hopeless, like it was never going to change. And just that pain, that emotional pain was just so heavy. Um, Thankfully, I somehow, by the grace of God, managed to pick myself up that night. No overdose. I'm sure I self-medicated, but I made it through. And a year ago now, I sat across from that field with totally different feelings. A total sense of gratitude that I did make it out to the other side. That somehow I was given enough strength in that moment to keep going. That I'm here, that I made it. Mm -hmm. That I'm alive and I'm trying to live my life now. And so the sunflowers now are just such a sense of hope for me. And I've always loved sunflowers. My grandma loves sunflowers. Like it's just been one of those. They're just, they're just fun, happy flowers. But it's amazing how at one point in my life, you know, looking at those. And I don't know, maybe subconsciously there was, they gave me some hope and I didn't know it. But, you know, thinking of that time that was so low to now where I can really truly see hope in those sunflowers and just remember where I've been and be so grateful for where I am now. And things aren't perfect. There's a lot of things I wish I could change in my life. There's a lot of things I wish I could change about myself. But at this point, I don't think I would. I think I'm right where I need to be. And I think I'm on the right track. And so for anyone listening that's been in those moments of pure desperation, pure hopelessness, there is a little bit of light. It's very dim and it's very hard to see you when you're in those moments. And I'm sorry that you deal with that. And if I could, I would take it away. For anybody who's ever dealt with feelings like that, I would take it away because I know how incredibly difficult it is. But please keep going. Find your sunflower. You can come out on the other side. You can have a better life. You can find hope. Um... And I'm going to link up some resources, crisis hotline, crisis text line, some other suicide prevention awareness things. If you need help, please reach out. And if you feel like you have no one else, you have me. And I genuinely mean that. If you send me a DM, I will respond. And I can't fix it. And I can't make everything better. But I can be a a listening ear. 
Um, so check me out over on Instagram at Recovery State of Mind. Again, feel free to reach out. You can also email me directly at rsompodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And just again, just know that there is another side and it may take a while to get there and it may be really bumpy to get there. But I promise, I promise, I promise it is worth it.